the Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 36, Five Simple Steps to Communicate Clearly. Five, six, seven, eight. Hi there, and welcome to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm so glad you're here with me. My name is Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they generously share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and business forward. I am enjoying another beautiful day in Southern California, in Manhattan Beach again, and although the sun is not completely out, I think any day by the beach is a good day, right? Coming up in our Step to Success segment, trust your GPS to get you to your goals. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, I did it my way. In our Freestyle Flow segment, the love bomb. And lastly, in our feature presentation, what did you say? Five simple steps to communicate clearly. Let's get going. Hi, this is Mike Kim from the Brand You Podcast as featured on Entrepreneur, and you are listening to a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio, where dance inspires life and business with your host, Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. Do you remember having to consult the Thomas Guide Maps in a big, thick book or in those maps. I think they, they might still have them at AAA. I'm not sure. But these Thomas guides that you had to physically like flip the pages to look for locations and know how to read a map and that kind of thing. Well, of course, we don't have to do that anymore. We have the GPS system on our phones and our smart devices as well as built into different types of cars. And so this week's Step to Success has to do with the GPS system used in implementing ideas and achieving your goals. And the important thing is that you have a plan to get from point A to point B and that you get started no matter how small. There are three things that will be helpful in getting you from point A to point B as follows. Number one, you want to write all your ideas down no matter how trivial or how massive they seem to be. Number two, you want to make a schedule to review them regularly. Some ideas will not be exciting anymore, and it's okay to cross them off your list. Things change, your interests change, and sometimes some goals are just not as important to you anymore, and that's fine. Number three, be flexible if necessary on the execution. Allow for detours. I found an interesting article in Psychology Today, and I'll link it on the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 036, and it talks about why goal setting doesn't work. I disagree with that because from personal experience, goal setting has worked well for me because I feel that what gets measured gets improved. And I think one of the best ways that you can approach your goals is to have a tier, a three-tiered goal process. This is nothing new. This is not something I invented, but I call it the MTO goals process. And that's setting goals with three different parameters to hit so that you're always hitting something. The M stands for the minimum, T stands for target, and O stands for outrageous. So no matter what you hit, you've hit your goal. For example, if you had a goal to do a certain number of push-ups in a week or in a month, 
what would be the minimum number of push-ups that you would need to do that you know for sure that you could hit one? I mean, can you do one push-up a day? I think so. And what would the target be? What can you shoot for that's not really that much of a stretch, but a little bit of a stretch, maybe three to five every day for a week or a month. And then for the outrageous goal, maybe you could do or set it for 20. If you did 20 push-ups every day for a week or a month, that would be pretty exciting, right? Now, I'm just using this as an example. You might be the push-up king or queen and do you know much more than this. But my point being is that there is a way to set goals that will have you achieve something each and every time. And so you have something to always evaluate. And going back to the GPS example, I love that the iOS 9 update on the iPhone tells you when you should leave and how long it's going to take you, which it did before anyway, to get to a certain destination. But I also appreciate how it allows for detours and the fastest way to avoid traffic. And I feel with the three-tiered goal system, as well as just the constant measuring and adjusting and just reevaluating goals is going to get you that much closer. Are there going to be setbacks on the way? Of course. Have we all experienced them? Of course. But I think, as I've said before, getting started, no matter how small, knowing that there is idea to implementation and that the adjustments are a necessary part in the goal achievement process. I think if you are mindful of that, it's going to make the goal achieving process that much easier to navigate. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I usually share dance terminology from different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. However, this week, I'm not sharing a word, but a process which is intentional and effective in taking your dance training to the next level when you're taking classes and learning choreography. Whether you're marking or doing choreography full out, and again, marking is when you're just marking the choreography. You're not doing the movement to to its full extent, and you're doing it maybe at a slower pace or just with limited movement, just so you know the timing and that kind of thing. And doing it full out means you're doing it full out. You're doing everything to the best of your ability that the teacher or the choreographer is requiring of you. And so... With this process, this was brought to mind in a recent jazz funk class that I was in that was a lot of fun. Well, actually, I think all the classes are fun that I take. I try to make them fun anyways. Some of them are a lot harder than others, but I still try to think of them as fun, even though I'm training. But with this jazz funk class, the teacher reminded us that whether we're marking or going full out, focus on one thing that we want to work on each time. So maybe the first time around, it's musicality. And then when we do it again, the second time, it's the actual counts of the choreography. And then the third time, maybe it's um, having the emotional intent behind the lyrics or something like that. And it was cool because she said it can be different for everyone. But that is definitely a way that you can improve by focusing on one thing each time around. So I don't hear that in classes a lot, or I don't hear that in all of my classes. So I'm so glad that she brought it up because I thought it was really important and it was really helpful. So I just have to remind myself to make sure that I'm intentional about this process. And I think if you are taking dance classes or anything else, if you can focus on one thing and improve one thing each time, I think that'll help you improve that much quicker. 
And now, anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? Now that is the question of the hour and of the day. Every day, right? <laughs> oh my goodness, what's on my mind? I had an interesting situation to discuss with my son this past week. He had two experiences that were not the most ideal. One, he went to a church activity with a friend of his from his homeschool group. And then the second event he went to was the first meeting of a robotics Lego league that he's joining this year. And I thought for sure, kids and fun and activities that it would just be a good time, right? But what happened is that he did not have good experiences in both settings because there were kids that were mean to him and just did not say nice things. And so I had to have a talk with him about the fact that regardless of situations, you're always going to, you're always going to run into people that are not the nicest, that might say things that hurt you intentionally or unintentionally. And in any situation, you just have to deal with it and know that you're not always going to be dealing with the most positive people. And part of the solution is that we're not going to pull him out of activities just because he runs into some conflict. That doesn't teach him anything. However, there is another solution to this, and it's what I call detonate the love bomb. And what I mean by that is there is a book called Love is the Killer App by Tim Sanders. And I will put a link in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 036. And this book is awesome about how love, not to just focus on the platitude of love conquers all, but it really does. So this book talks about love in the business world, but I think it's just as applicable in a situation like this where you need to demonstrate love by your actions and by your compassion. I had a chance to talk to him about thinking only good thoughts about the person or the people in these situations that hurt him intentionally or unintentionally. And to just be nice, because you can only control what you do, you can't always control what other people do. And you don't have to succumb to allowing other people to dictate what kind of time that you're going to have, whether you have a good time or a bad time, or allow it to affect your self image. And I understand he's nine. And he's not going to completely grasp all of that. But I think the constant reinforcement that regardless of how someone else treats you that you can still treat others with kindness and respect. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Have you ever felt like you weren't being heard or understood? We've all been there, whether it's a personal situation or a business situation, things often get misunderstood and miscommunicated. I'm going to give you five simple steps to communicate clearly that are very easy to implement. I've been in a number of business and personal conversations lately where I felt that there was actually over-communication, which is actually not a bad thing because at least you know there's efforts being made so that everything can be clear. And is it better to do that to over-communicate or do you think that the recipient can feel like it might be condescending? I don't know. I think it just depends on the context of the conversation. But I think if you follow these five simple steps, you will communicate clearly and your relationships in life and in business will go that much smoother. Number one, I have this thing called the no weirdness policy and I have this with mostly my business clients. I probably should have it with my friends too. <laughs> I have it with some of them for sure, but... 
I call the no weirdness. I call it the no weirdness policy because when I am negotiating with a client as to whether we're going to work together, I make it clear to them that I have this no weirdness policy, and that basically what it is is that if they ever feel uncomfortable or weird about something, that they are free. They have carte blanche to tell me, "Hey, you know what? This is bothering me, or I'm not comfortable with this." Growing up without having that. Available to me, I so appreciate when people are upfront and honest with me, and I would hope that they would appreciate the same thing because there's less time wasted and things are clear, and it just makes for better relationships. So I have the no weirdness policy that I communicate upfront, and most of the time I feel people appreciate that, and and I do have to remind them, hey, you know, remember the no weirdness policy if you're feeling. Uncomfortable about something, you have uh, you have freedom to come to me about it, and I really appreciate that. Number two is show respect and kindness regardless of the subject matter. This can be hard sometimes because when you get frustrated and heated up about a situation, it's kind of hard sometimes to contain your emotions. <laughs> so you can still show respect and kindness regardless of the subject matter. And when you're approaching someone, whether it's personal relationship or business relationship. You don't have to come at the person like you're attacking them. It's not the person; it's the situation. It's the circumstance that needs to be addressed, not not the qualities of the person. So show respect and kindness, regardless of the subject matter. Number three: realize that everyone is your superior in some way. Not that they're better than you, but they might know something in some other area that you don't know about. That's why I think coaches are so important. I think mentors are really important. Now, of course, you want to be careful about who you take advice from, but I think that guidance and that support is so critical if you want to grow in your life and in your business. Number four, don't be afraid to apologize. This is something that was not that I did not grow up with. This is not. This was something that was very hard for me many years ago, and I just never. I just. It was very hard for me to apologize to anyone, and so now, even with my son, if I feel like I've offended him, I've I've had to apologize several times. <laughs> I'm sorry that I snapped at you. I'm sorry that I did whatever, and so I think it's really important that. And even if you think it's not your fault, sometimes, a lot of times all the time, actually, (laughs) the relationship is more important than the situation. So don't be afraid to apologize. Oh, now now I'm thinking of that song by I think it's One Republic. Oh, my goodness. It's they say it's too late to apologize. But I don't think it's ever too late to apologize. Number five, ask questions as to how the other person prefers communication. I have friends that only text And I'm one of those people, unless I really have to talk to you, if it's an emergency, most of the time I will be texting you as well. And with my business relationships, sometimes our interactions warrant face-to-face meetings. Other times we can meet live via an online platform. There is definitely emails exchanged, whether it's just done normally, or I really prefer using a project management system. The one that I use the most is Basecamp, which I'll link in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash 036. I've talked about this platform on a previous podcast, but it is Regardless of if you use Basecamp or something else, it's so nice to keep things organized and keep the communications flowing smoothly and having your projects progress. So again, what are these five simple steps you can do to communicate clearly? 
Number one, have a no weirdness policy, whatever that means for you. Number two, show respect and kindness regardless of the subject matter. Number three, realize that everyone is your superior in some way. Not that they're better than you, but they might know something in some other area that you don't know about. Number four, don't be afraid to apologize. Number five, ask questions as to how the other person prefers communication. Now, I'd like to know what step can you share that helps your life and business communications? I would love to get your feedback at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 036, where you'll also find the show notes to this session. And I would appreciate it immensely if you could go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And that way I can continue improving the podcast and give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.